What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 147. This week, with a little bonus episode uh, for the Part-Time Rockstar Pennsylvania series that we got going on, we got uh, Nate Lamborn from Think Machine. Uh, they called themselves Delacore, or Delaware Core, on Spotify, and um, they will, of course, be playing the upcoming Part-Time Rockstar Fest in Lancaster, which will be at Phantom Power on September 10th. But uh, yeah, Nate and I had a fun conversation about the band's uh, upcoming album that they're working on, as well as just uh, what they've been up to in Delaware, like the house show scene and all that stuff. Um, I featured uh, my favorite song of theirs called 1200 Bucks, which uh, I definitely feel embodies the part-time rock star ethos for sure. Um, definitely follow or subscribe to Think Machine if you like it. You got all their stuff in the usual places, Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, and all that. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music and art. Uh, we all definitely appreciate it. Hopefully, you yourself are doing okay out there on the internet. Um, links to Think Machine should be in the episode notes, so you should be able to find that, as well as the ticket link to September 10th in Lancaster. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast itself if you like it. Um, in personal news and notes, uh, I will be at the Metro in Baltimore with my band, The Hollow Truths, which should be going on around 8 or something like that. Got tickets on sale. Then Saturday, we're going to Catonsville, Music City, Maryland, uh, to play a big festival there. For a lot of my uh, friends' bands and local bands from around town. Got about uh, four stages, 20 bands, something like that. It's hosted by my friends in Sunrider 9 Productions. So that should be a great afternoon. I might even be playing a little acoustic set in Fells in Baltimore afterward. But uh, either way, just another crazy, fun-filled weekend. Uh, last two things i got to mention is uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is going. If you need a music video on a low, we can definitely make that happen. And then the sponsor of this show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland. In between Baltimore and D.C., I take all my guitars there, and uh, Steven kicks ass. He is the luthier who runs the shop. Without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Nate from Think Machine. sure this thing's uh, recording here but i think i'm good all good cool can you hear me all right yeah i can hear you good awesome. i guess you're uh you're recording on um your end as well yep nice you got the uh the sock microphone cover there so. oh yeah Interesting. yeah I'm, i can't be bothered to spend a couple dollars for an actual pop filter so <laughs> fair enough um yeah anyway i'm brett um this is what very I nice call. to meet you Nice to meet you as well. Uh, you are Nate. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, this is what I call the part-time rock star podcast. So hell yeah. 
Thanks for uh, well, chatting real quick. I figured uh, this could be like a quick series of um, you know a few bands, hopefully that are playing in Lancaster. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, we're super stoked to be playing at uh, Phantom Power for the uh, that like upcoming fest. Yeah, man. It should be a good time. This will be like my second uh, second merry-go-round trying to put one of these things together. But, Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not easy. I've done stuff like that before. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. What have you guys <laughs> done up your way? Well, uh, actually, uh, funny enough, um, years and years ago when I was in high school, uh, my drummer and I were actually in a different band. And we actually managed to put together like quite a few um festival like fundraiser things at like a local community center that we used to like do up a mic set all the time so uh that was always a fun thing to do it was always super hectic though and uh, ever since then i've been doing like just regular booking i don't really do festivals much anymore but pretty consistently do just like regular show booking cool where do you uh book at uh well over the years it's been a couple different places um i would a lot of times I would um, help put together some bills for like some house shows in the area and stuff. But of course, uh, COVID kind of made that really hard. Uh, and then a bunch of the people who lived at those houses then moved out. So uh, then it kind of left like this hole in kind of the Delaware DIY space. Um, but recently, uh, I guess over the last year, what I've done is uh, similarly, there's another community center um, where... Um, you can just like rent the space for a couple hours. So I just usually pay out of pocket to like host shows there. And uh, actually, as a matter of fact, later today after this interview, um, there's a record shop in Wilmington that um, has been doing a good job at hosting local bands that we're playing at. Right on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. Um, So you guys are based out of Delaware then. Uh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. PA or Jersey or something like that. Yeah, we're kind of we're like fifty-fifty Delaware and Philly. Um, like I said, my drummer and I, uh, we actually live in Wilmington, uh, but our other guitarist and our bassist uh, both live in Philly. But yeah. our bassist actually is from Delaware, though, so I guess we're still like a Delaware band. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like all <laughs> the same area up there. Every once in a while, we play some bars, kind of. Yeah. In that region, you never really know if you're in PA or Delaware or Jersey exactly, but it's all like all yeah, the it all kind of. It blends together a little bit, and especially I, I think like Delaware has three counties: uh, Newcastle County being the like northernmost, where Wilmington is, and uh, yeah. it's definitely kind of just like slightly more suburban Philadelphia. It does have its own identity though, but it it does kind of feel yeah. the same. Yeah, Delaware is just a very flat state. It's, uh, it is. It actually like <laughs> geographically speaking, it's really flat. It's yeah, crazy. It's just... <laughs> Not a lot of geography yeah. going on, but um, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back to the festival thing, that's just kind of what I'm trying out lately because of the podcast. Is just pay yeah. out of pocket, find a venue, see if it you know works, um, or see if it crashes and burns, or yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my uh, my yeah. hope would be one day like I won't lose money on the endeavor, but. Y- I know exactly um, what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah, especially because you know it's like uh, we play in bands. We know what it's like. I, yeah. Whenever, whenever there's money that comes in from these shows, it's like I'd rather just like give the bands a cut than make a hundred bucks back. You know, it's like yeah. I, I, I go into my when I when I do have to pay to host a show, I kind of go in with the thought of that money is already spent and I'm not looking to get it back. 
Yeah. And you know, I it's it's something I'm passionate about, so it's not like it's anything that really I lose sleep over or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. I uh I'd only planned to do one this year, <clears throat> but it went uh-huh. pretty well, so I was like, well, maybe we can do two. So, here we are. Oh yeah. We'll see if it uh That's awesome. See if it works. Um but yeah, going into your music, I guess for a second. Uh, I noticed you guys at least on Spotify go with uh yeah. Delaware <laughs> Delaware Core. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's always kind of hard to describe genre, I guess. But um, yeah. Lately, we've kind of just gone with uh, when we're being like more serious about it and actually trying to describe ourselves. Uh, we kind of have like, I guess what I'd describe as like a post-hardcore kind of sound. Yeah. Uh, I think of it as kind of like post-hardcore kind of meets like indie math rock stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it reminds me of uh, quite a few bands that I listen to kind of within that uh, world. Um, yeah. I like one band called Microwave. But it also just kind of... Oh, kinda, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, if you know them, they're a great band. Um, <laughs> but it also just kind of reminds me of that like East Coast sort of punk mm-hmm. sort of rock thing that just happens here. Yeah. I mean, it's a melding of genres. Um, I don't hear it out of the west coast too often except for a band called american steel back in the day but yeah. um yeah i really liked like that song uh 1200 bucks um, thank you yeah that was uh yeah i really appreciate that yeah I, I was really happy with how the um how that recording came out of it um so uh so we're we're currently working on an album and we're actually we're like just in the tail end of finishing it up and this album has kind of been like a couple years in the making really um so like i said uh, my my drummer and i evan um we both live in delaware and we've been playing in bands together since we were uh, i don't even know how old since we were like in middle school yeah and um the this band think machine has had a few different iterations as far as lineup goes um, and it kind of just so happened that, uh, like, right as the pandemic was starting, um, we found ourselves a- as only a two-piece. We had uh, myself on guitar and vocals and then him on drums. And um, we ended up kind of putting together this rig um, where uh, we kind of had, like, a phantom bass player almost, um, which that's a whole other thing. It was a lot of fun to do. But uh, for a while, we, we were just a two-piece. And we ended up writing like all the songs for this album. And um, we were ready to record the album. And it, it's really funny, actually, because we had like a really specific idea in mind. And we had like all these plans of we're, we're going to do this, we're going to record it this way, and we're going to do that. Uh, yeah. And like I said, we were a two-piece, and we wrote all these songs as a two-piece. Um, but then we... Well, I guess rather I should say uh, we kind of came to the decision of, you know what, we're going to do this album and then we're going to look for new members and kind of like start the, the next like phase of Think Machine, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so we, we kind of went into it with that mindset, but it just kind of worked out that um, like two of our friends who were quite literally like our ideal candidates for people to add into the band uh, yeah. decided to join the band and we hadn't recorded the album yet. So then we get, we're kind of in this weird space of like, all right, cool, we now have two extra people in the band. Do we want to record this album as a two-piece the way we were thinking about? And then those guys can just kind of hang out until we get around to doing stuff with them? Or are we going to change our plans? And so then 
Uh, we have changed our plans several times, and uh, we ended up recording the album um, as a four-piece, and the songs did kind of take on new life. But it is, it's kind of crazy because, again, we, we had this, this whole thing planned out, and we were going to knock out the album recording in, like, a week, and then here we are, like, almost a year and a half later, and we're, like, mm -hmm. finally, fingers crossed, almost done it. But, um... Oh yeah. oh yeah, but the, the reason I, I ended up talking about this was uh, 1200 was like the last song of the the album songs that we ended up writing. Um, gotcha. It was just because also it's it's I really love the song and uh, this isn't a, a diss on it, but it's definitely like a lot more like straightforward and to the point um, than yeah. like any other songs that are on the album. And um, we. Are you familiar with uh, Cara Cara Bonita at all? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't even... I, I guess I don't know the the proper genre terms, but they're kind of like this this cool like pop uh, thing. And uh, they have this song that's called Only Acting. And uh, it's like just a pretty straightforward pop song, but then just like through the middle, it just does this like crazy like glitch kind of thing. And then yeah. it just then goes back into like being a regular old pop song. And we were just super into that, so we decided to just write like literally the most straightforward thing that we possibly could, and then just try to like fuck with it in like subtle ways when recording it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I like how it sort of like changes, um, not necessarily time signatures, but just has a different yeah kind of dynamic, and um, you know, kind of keeps you on your toes and stuff like that. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I really try to do with my music is uh, I really try to like um, do like weird timing stuff. Like, and, and sometimes it's not even necessarily about like writing something in some crazy time signature. It's just like yeah. uh, doing like a chord progression and then just like um, doing it like a different amount of times each time. So you're just like you have to like really listen, or you're not gonna like catch when it changes. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you did a good job of that. I don't think uh, it's, like, too jarring or anything. Thank you. And um, honestly, like, as far as lyrics go, I like blunt songwriting. I always will. Yeah. You know? I've never <laughs> I've never been, like, a nebulous songwriter myself or anything like yeah. that. I just, I like writing about, you know, life, and like, as bluntly and as, like, real as possible. So, like, I like that type of song because it just kind of... Thank you. Yeah, it... it Obviously, there was a lot of uh, of crazy frustration that was going around, like when we were writing yeah. the song in in the country. So it was just like it, it was just so easy to just plop out like exactly yeah. what we were feeling, yeah, sometimes and those, still are feeling. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. Sometimes those are the just easiest best songs to write. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. But um, yeah, you guys have uh, some shows up your way as well, or uh, yeah. Yeah, we actually, we uh, we had, like, I guess about, like, a month-long break for pretty much all of August, um, because, actually, every single person in this band is also in another band, um, yeah, and our, yeah, right, <laughs> and, yeah, our other guitarist actually, uh, like, last week just got back from, like, a two-week-long tour that they did with their other band, um, so... We kind of just like took it easy for a little bit, but uh, yeah, we're finally like everybody's back home. Well, actually, I guess our our drummer actually leaves for tour with his other band like later this week. But yeah, we have we have a show tonight, 
And then we have, like, after he gets back, uh, a couple shows in September, and then we're kind of nice. getting back into the swing of it. Cool. Who are the uh, other bands? Uh, so um, my drummer, Evan, is in a band called Kindred. He plays guitar in that. And uh, that's, like, uh, as I find most uh, good DIY bands are, uh, it's kind of like a super group of uh, people who were in yeah. different bands that ended up falling apart. Um but yeah, that, that's been a relatively new thing, and I'm really close with uh, the singer and the drummer, or I guess, sorry, the, I actually, I'm really close with everybody in that band except for the drummer, but he seems like a nice guy. Uh, so yeah, he's in Kindred. Um, our bassist, uh, James, plays bass and sings in a band called Hive Mind, um, and then our guitarist uh, sings and plays guitar in Johnny Football Hero. Gotcha. That's what and that. then I play in moonflower also <laughs> fair enough yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah usually the uh the scenes are a little incestuous i guess uh, yeah definitely that, that <laughs> that's something you definitely see a lot of yeah that's mm-hmm. cool so you got the album coming out um mm-hmm. you got a few shows lined up so that's good um yeah and then uh, obviously in lancaster on september which will be fun um do you, I don't know if, I think I only just put the bill up on Facebook like yesterday, mm-hmm. officially, but um, mm-hmm. you may or may not know, know some of the bands around there. Kind of my point of branching out to mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is to meet, you know, people like yourself and yeah. other bands in the area, so that way we can like maybe swap shows or something like that down the road or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that That's what the what the like DIY scene really thrives on. It's like... Yeah. Uh, of co- of course, hopefully it, it does go beyond just to like uh, like I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Like hopefully there are genuine connections that are made in that. But that's really what the scene thrives on. It's like people helping each other out and uh, getting helped out. Yeah, cool. I uh, I just texted you the uh, the list too. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'll just take I, a look at that. I I like I I glanced at it and yeah. I didn't off the cuff recognize anybody but i i might when i like take some time to look at it Um, yeah this is for sure flying a little bit more at night Mm -hmm. for me than uh the best one where i definitely knew everybody um (laughs) this is more like uh put a bill together in like a month and i was like yeah it'll be super cool yeah this Uh, is our i think only our second time playing in lancaster yeah, it'll be my first, and I've been trying to get up there for a while. Yeah. So. Where are you located? Uh, closer to Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Stones Throw. Uh, like I said. Hell yeah. Especially in the cover band I play in, we're we're up in uh, your neck of the woods, for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, it'll be my first like rodeo in uh in Lancaster. Hell yeah. Yeah, we just played a house show uh, there a couple months ago, which I think, unfortunately, the house is no longer around now because the release ended, but that was a, a good time up there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is the house show thing still going on uh, where you are, or is it kind of like dead? Yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, it's like finally starting to come back. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... It, before the scene, or sorry, before the pandemic, uh, I think the Delaware scene like was really thriving. Uh, there were there were really like uh, two house venues that were well, I guess there there were more than this, but there were two main house venues that I can think of that were in like the the college town Newark, and um, 
and I, I helped book a lot of the shows at um, the the one house, House of Mouse. Um, and then there is uh, a house called the Temple. Um, and unfortunately, like I said, House of Mouse, uh, like they all graduated and moved on. Uh, yeah. But the Temple actually is like a pretty phenomenal thing. Um, and they just finally opened up uh, again, like after having the pandemic happen. And uh, it's it's really astounding because you don't see this super often. But it's like um, a multi-generational, um, as far as DIY generations go, yeah. um, uh, like house venue. Uh, cool. Like I, I, I just turned 24 and I remember going to my first house show ever at this same house when I was like 16. And yeah. of course it's like completely different people running it now, but it still is like just such a, like a cornerstone of um, yeah. of like the Delaware community. And yeah, like I said, it's opening up now and uh, they've already had like some like pretty big bills as far as like the DIY scene goes. And uh, it yeah, it, it's good to finally have them back and like keep nice. shows going. Yeah, for sure. Um, what part of Delaware do you say you guys were in again? Yeah, so um, so Evan and I both live in uh, Wilmington, right? Uh, which yeah. yeah, Newcastle County, um, and yeah, I'd, I'd say like all, all the shows that happen in our neck of the woods in Delaware is uh, in the city Wilmington, and then in like the college town Newark. Yeah. Um, and then, unfortunately, it kind of seems like everywhere else, as far as I know, is like pretty dead but i think those two places like are are pretty yeah pretty healthy scenes and you can always buzz over to philly um, exactly yeah i always play this weird place called the hilltop grill or hilltop restaurant it's like a crab house or something <laughs> but, oh yeah uh, yeah do you know where that is i know it's not far from wilmington but i'd have to look up the exact like town i don't, don't know for sure yeah, I'm not super familiar with it, but I wouldn't be surprised if I, like, pass it all the time yeah, or something. Exactly. Delaware's so small. Yeah. There's, there's a couple, like, breweries up there, too. Um, like yeah. Like Midnight Oil. And, um, yeah, I, I've never played there, but I, I've heard of, of Midnight Oil. It's, like, a pretty popular yeah. place. The Autumn Arch Beer Project place has a really good, like, stage as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so every once in a while, go up that way. Yeah, there there used to be some, some really good bars that we like. Well, I guess... I should say that we really do like to make a point to try to play like all ages shows when we can. Uh, yeah, we, we know other people who like are are very steadfast and they'll do nothing but all ages shows, and we don't necessarily take that hard of a line. Although we do like to play all ages shows, but um, yeah, th- there were a few bars in Wilmington that like, despite that, like wanting to play all ages shows, we were always like so happy to play, yeah. um, and. The, there was one that was 1984, right off of Fourth Street, and unfortunately, they were they ended up uh, closing down during the pandemic. Um, but uh, and then there's also uh, Oddity Bar, which is actually funny enough, right around the corner from where 1984 was. And yeah. uh, I think they just recently changed owners, so I can't really say what it's like now. But in the the past couple months before the the um, change of management, uh, we really liked playing there, and I can only imagine it's still a really cool place. Yeah. Um awesome um but yeah well it'll be fun to, to hang out and get to meet everybody um yeah i'm really stoked for it in a couple of weeks like i said it'll it'll be cool because like like, yeah. like i said before i like knew literally every band because of the podcast and i was just inviting people and this time it was like 
I don't know if, if people necessarily didn't want to travel from Baltimore, but uh-huh. a lot of my friends' bands weren't as interested in playing in PA. So it was like, time yeah. to uh, time to make some new friends here. Figure this out. <laughs> yeah, totally. So. Yeah, I'm super stoked for it. Like I said, I've I've heard uh, really good things about uh, Phantom Power, the venue that we'll be playing at. Yeah. Uh, like I've heard, it's a really cool place. Um, and also, it's just really great to be making bonds and stuff between people. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's just a good way to just meet a bunch of people. I always yeah, kinda totally. Like, kind of like um, think it's cool when I notice like a ba- a friend of mine's band will be, like become friends with another band that they didn't know. Yeah. Like after one of these, and you like see them play shows together, and I'm like, you know, it's like a tiny bit, you know, in a punk rock way, heartwarming, you know. It's like, yeah, oh. no, it totally is. <laughs> So. yeah it's super awesome <laughs> it's just kind of funny but yeah. yeah it's it's funny too that you're from baltimore actually because uh i have a friend who's from lancaster and i was like telling them like oh hey you should totally come to the show that i'm playing and i think that they won't be able to come because they're actually going to be doing a thing in baltimore which is crazy enough yeah yeah i mean it's yeah. um really a stone's throw up 83 from where we are so. Yeah, that's one of the things that I really love about being in Delaware is that, uh, like, really from any of the, the major East Coast cities that I'd want to be, it's like we're, we're not more than, like, two or three hours from, like, most of those yeah. places. I mean, you guys can play New York City easily, too. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we actually, like, played our first New York City show not too long ago, and we were actually pretty surprised uh, how quickly we got up there. I, like, I don't go to New York City all too often, so, like, I... In my head, it's like this this really far away place. But whenever yeah. I do have to go, I'm always astounded that it's like with traffic, really only like a two and a half, maybe three hour drive. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you think of it as like a far away land, but it's just like right up ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ninety five is uh, pretty great when there's not a bunch of construction going on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, I, like I said, I feel like this was a good like kind of quick rundown quick breeze through of uh your guys stuff was there like kind of something uh that i didn't get to that maybe you wanted to talk about or mention hmm. that's a good question I know, it's um <laughs> not not necessarily i guess I, I will say that uh so uh like you mentioned we had uh, our single uh twelve hundred dollars that came out uh and then in december we put out a single called nostalgia and um, both of those songs are singles that are going to be on the album that we're finishing up. But um, one thing that I didn't mention is, uh, like I said, we, we have the album, which is being recorded as a four-piece. Um, but both of those singles were actually recorded when we were still a three-piece for like the brief time between when we were a three-piece, or two-piece, a three-piece, and then a four-piece. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so both of those singles we recorded as a three-piece and are actually going to be different versions than the ones that are going to be on the record. I know a lot of times when you see, like, singles for a record, like, you're getting pretty much early access to a song, like, as it's recorded on the record. But we decided to just kind of, like, change it up a little bit. So while it's, like, the same songs you're hearing and there's not going to be any major changes as far as, like, the structure of the songs... um, that they're going to be different versions on the album, which I'm super nice. stoked for everybody to hear, like, as as our current iteration. Yeah. So. No, that's fun. Um, yeah. Definitely send me the uh, the file over the MP3. For, uh, yeah, I definitely will. 
And also, um, as as we're getting rough mixes um, for the album, I'm happy to send you some early access if you're interested. Oh, definitely. Uh, just let me know yeah. which one you actually want on this episode. Though. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll probably just send you 1200, the one that that's already out. But <laughs> all right, yeah, it works for me. Um, cool. Yeah, dude. Nice talking to you. And uh, yeah, same to you. Should be a fun, fun little afternoon. Uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's so. it's really going to be a good time, and I uh, I really appreciate you putting it together, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for your time. And uh, all right, I'll. S- have a good rest of your uh, afternoon there. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You too. And uh, I will see you in a couple weeks. All right, man. Bye. See ya. So, yeah, we made it this far. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for supporting local music. And thanks to Nate for uh, coming on the show. The song you're hearing in the background is called 1200 Bucks. Again, if you uh, happen to be in the Lancaster or PA region for some reason, definitely come hang out. We'll be at Phantom Power September 10th. Later. 